You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Joe O'Neill, Scott Galetti at Sandia Sports Bar. Sam Hauser back in studio. And we're going to make you listen on Friday night because we have a great matchup. Eldorado, Sandia. I'll tell you, any anytime Sandia, Eldorado and Sandia matchup, I don't care what sport they're playing, it's going to be a good one. And we'll have the game for you on Friday night. Wilson Stadium, Scott Galetti and the coach, David Williams, there on the call. Looking forward to high school football Friday night here on 101.7 The Team. All right, Coach, we're going to just dive right into it here. High school football. we got three programs that appear to have separated themselves from others. That uh, prog- Those programs are Cleveland, Centennial, and La Cueva, not necessarily in that order. But that means there's going to be some great uh, action when it comes to those second-place sp- slots in those districts, including the one we're going to have on Friday night, Coach Williams. That's exactly right. There's a lot of teams that are playing for the runner-up spot in their district and still have some good seating uh, position and a chance to get to the semifinals. That's right, and we'll have one of those games for you Friday night. All right, a lot was made uh, by Coach Danny Gonzalez after the Wyoming game against tackling. He he called it atrocious. Okay, you coached for 39 years. How did you coach tackling? Give us uh, what you told your team there, Coach Williams. Well, there's a proper way to do everything in every sport, and there's technique that is involved, and that's what we have to teach. And if if I just – pass on a word to the kid that it doesn't matter how you tackle, just go ahead and get it done, and then they'll have some atrocious results. So we talk about you know, making sure that you're concentrating on taking the center of gravity of that ball carrier off of his base, his feet, and you've got to get close to do that because as soon as you dive at a – at a ball carrier, then you're the victim of gravity. And ball carriers never dive at the tackler. They run right at them. And so we've got to get break our feet down and lower our center of gravity, use our arms and hands to hold on to something uh, and, until more help comes. Yeah, no, you'll never be upset with somebody, even if they didn't use great technique. If they held on with everything they got until reinforcements, then they did their job, right? That, uh, that is absolutely it. Hold on till help comes. Okay, and when guys are, are going down the sideline, kind of in basketball, the sideline is your friend, right? I mean, you have got to – that's the, the easiest tackle to make, right, along well, the, the sideline. You know, you just shove them out of bounds, right? The, the tackler – I mean, excuse me, the sideline – is the defense friend, it's the 12th man, and the, 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 the sideline never misses. That's right. All right. So uh, with this game on, on Friday night, Eldorado Sandia, and I'm going to bring Sam in here just uh, to talk some more Lobos with you. But wh- why are you looking forward to this game on Friday night between the Eagles and the Matadors? I know that the history goes back many years. You were in the middle of that history for many years. But this is a matchup of two Northeast High Schools that have been doing this for a while, Coach. And really, both teams are playing hard, trying to establish themselves for the playoffs. You know, last year, El Dorado had a disappointing season, but they did beat Sandia. And Sandia this year is trying to be, uh, be able to finalize on an offensive scheme, and, and they feel good about their chances against El Dorado. So it'll be a really well-played game. And these uh, two coaches, Coach Adcox of the Matadors, won a state championship, correct? At, he did at Manzano High School, at Manzano, yeah. At Manzano High School. So uh, go ahead, Sammy. Coach, just going back to the Lobo game, there were a few things that 
really hadn't been issues to this point up until Saturday, but the pass protection, certainly uh, Wyoming got to Dylan Hopkins a couple of times, including the big one that, that may have uh, dinged him up a little bit. But as far as that goes, you know, we're talking about tackling. It hadn't been a big storyline. What, what would have been maybe different about Saturday? I mean, certainly guys have bad days on the field, and, and it's a one-off, but what, what, what did you think was going on there Saturday? Wyoming deals a very physical hand. Uh, they're going to wear people down. They're going to keep coming after you. They don't have great speed. They don't have breakaway runners except for one uh, critical uh, touchdown run by the Cowboys. But this occurs over the course of a game. Uh, tacklers get tired of tackling the same hard, tough runners. That You talked about that offensive uh, uh, line game. Uh, Wyoming is just relentless in their pressure and their strength, and they just keep coming after and delivering punch after punch, and teams get worn down. I tell you, Wyoming has been excellent all year in playing four quarters. They don't back off, and they've had some really good games where they rallied and won or kept it closed in the fourth. Yeah, and Wyoming rewarded for that. Now they're getting Fresno State Saturday. It's going to be on the big boy network, Fox Television. So Fresno State's earned, or both teams really earned some of those accolades. Is that the biggest wake-up call you think here for, this, uh, for the Lobos coach now as they go into the bye week as far as what the rest of the conference schedule is going to be like, just that relentlessness? Well, yes, and, and here's another thing, whether people want to agree with it or not, when they're in preparation for the Lobos, the, our opponents are not fearful of the Lobos. It's not like, oh, no, this, year, this week we get UNM. You know, there, there's always that optimism in the camp when you're playing someone where you feel like we're going to be able to do a lot of things, play a lot of people, we're going to get good results. And that's what happens. And New Mexico and Coach Gonzalez's um, comments after the game the other day, it's going to be very repetitive because we're going to hear close games, we did some things well, and then we'll see if we can continue to learn and and get the leadership we need and the breaks we need to have uh, some wins here in the conference as we go through this schedule. All right. Well, we narrowed in on you know the the poor tackling, the atrocious tackling, according to Coach Gonzalez. But generally speaking, uh, Coach Williams, I I think the Lobos showed they belonged on that stage on Saturday, and that shows the fans that they're uh, certainly moving in the right direction and are primed uh, for the remaining balance of that schedule, which seems to be pretty nicely set up. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll look forward to you and Scott Galetti Friday night, Wilson Stadium. El Dorado Sandia right here on 101.7 The Team. All right, quick break. When we come back, Peter Trevisani, President and CEO for New Mexico United, is going to join us. ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team.